My name is Elizabeth Lewis, and I'm the owner and CEO of Detroit Mom. As a teen mom, I know firsthand the feeling of isolation and the fears that come at different stages of motherhood. I spent half the time wondering where to find community and the other half dreaming of a way to create that community for myself and the women around me. No mother should experience change and challenges alone. I created this community and podcast to make sure women in my community are never alone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom Podcast. The intention of this podcast is to make sure you have a voice and your story is being heard. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis, and I am here with Christina, Dana, Tom Keen, and Tiffany. And today we are talking about the expectations on moms currently to do more and more and more and how we need to do less leaning in, do less of the things and lean out in the sense that we need to find a way to that doing more does not validate or make us more important. So we don't have to do all the things. And yesterday, we'll link this in our show notes. Carrie from Reset Brain and Body talked about this topic. And she said, she started rattling off and she goes, you know, today moms are expected to get up, get the kids ready, meditate, journal, exercise, blow dry your hair, take a shower, get your nails done, get your nails done, get the kids to school, get them breakfast, get them home, wash the clothes, vacuum the floors, go to work for eight and a half hours, drive to work, drive home from work, do dinner. Like realistically think about this guys, like in your day to day, all of these things that you have to do, then if you do bath time at night, then if your kids have activities, that sounds exhausting. Mm -hmm. Like Literally like listening to all those things when, and I bet if we sat down and we all listed those things out, we'd literally just be mind blown. I'm reading a book that this woman said, we all have the ability to gain back two hours in our day. She's like, I want you to journal for the next seven days. And you're going to write down minute to minute, every single thing you do. Do you know where I spend my most time cleaning? Mm. And guess what? Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> no, you know who cares? You. Me. Me. You know, you know who's looking at those floors? Me. Because my kids are running across it like in, in muddy shoes after I've just mopped the floor. But and you're I'm just always like, like, what if somebody stops by? I know, you know, I, I need to let, I worry, I need to worry about less about that. Cause Same. like realistically, who gives a crap? So, all right. So let's, let's dive in because I'm sure that many of you feel this way. And I think that I don't know about you, but Oh, you know, I've, I know we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but a lot of times doing for me is a, as like not a sign, but is my self-worth. Mm -hmm. Like it, it says, I, this is me. This is all the stuff I can do. And if I sit still, I'm not accomplishing all the things I'm not doing, you know, I'm not pursuing my dreams. I'm not, mm. you know, doing all this stuff. So I, I have to, I have to constantly be doing all these things in order to feel like I have purpose or I am valuable or, you know, instead of like realistically taking a step back and saying, I could, you know, like my therapist says, well, do you ask your husband to do that? Mm. No. And then I'm mad at him. <laughs> you guys, I literally don't ask him, but then I'm mad at him and he has no idea why. 
<laughs> um, it's a dirty, dirty cycle. That's oh, we all do it. You know, didn't you horrible. read my mind? Like, I, you didn't yeah. read my mind that the floors need to be done or the dishwasher is clean. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know what? My marriage is so much better when I actually communicate. Mm-hmm. And my therapist just said to me the other day, she's like, so have you started leaving him a list? I've been, we've been talking about this for a year. My therapist and I, I have not left him a list yet. Right. So he's just supposed to know. Will the list actually get done though? That's the question <clears throat> I oh, wanted to ask. Because I mean, you know, I've left lists. And not much happens. <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, I want to, I, I want to hop on what you just said because okay, so my husband is the most amazing man on the planet. I must preface with that, <laughs> but he is also. A, if you guys at any point understand the four tendencies, it's kind of what motivates you to or not to do things. My husband is a rebel. Oh, gosh. Which means if you ask him to do something, mm. he won't do it. Do it. Same. Right? <laughs> My husband's the same way. <laughs> so here's the thing, <laughs> right? I We've been working where I communicate, okay? So we actually just had, I think this was yesterday, his parents were going to stop by, right? And... He, he was playing his video games and I, I, I love that he has an activity that he enjoys doing. So I usually don't bother him, but I was about to leave the house and the house was not the way I would want it to be for his parents to yep. stop by. Right. Mm-hmm. So first his response is, well, it's COVID. So they're not going to come in. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yes, they will. They're coming in the house. <laughs> okay. They're coming oh, in the house. Right. And then he's like, I don't understand why women say that, like, just in case someone needs to use the bathroom. How about the bathroom oh, should just common be- sense? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. How about the bathroom should be clean because it, we, we use the bathroom. Screw <laughs> <Through> that. <laughs> they don't even think bathrooms exist, though, like, for real. Like, they're, that's n- just an afterthought. You know what I mean? So, so, yeah, like, yes, I do feel like I have to do all of the things because a lot of times when I communicate all of the things and then either that or it's not done the way I think that it should be done. Mm -hmm. So I also asked my son to pick up all of the little trash bags in all of the bathrooms in the house because today or Monday was a trash day. He picks up one of the trashes (laughs) and takes Mm -hmm. it out. Right. So I think, so I, I guess I say that to say, I think you have that other dilemma where you're like, Yes, I'm trying to delegate. I'm trying yeah. to do things, but then you want it at a certain standard because, mm-hmm. hey, we have to live here. And so this is not clean. <laughs> and I think this is where my therapist says, she's like, but you can't expect your husband is going to, he doesn't have the same expectations. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to do the same job. Mm-hmm. And you have to like lower your standards in a sense that like, as long as it's clean, right? But because I've had to accept this. I hate crumbs on the counter. It bugs the crap out of me. Like that my... My husband will clean them to you guys. He will do the dishes, but there's little crumbs. And then when you don't rinse the sink out. So there are food particles yeah. on the sink. And I literally told him the other day, this kills my soul. Yes. You know what he, So now every time he's like, is it killing your soul? What is that? <laughs> and I'm like, Joel, it, it kills me. Like, I just don't understand. Like, truly, that is disgusting. So... 
So I think I I do get that. So my husband is actually the opposite. He's so good. Like if I leave a list, he's doing it. It's not to my standards, but I've had to accept that. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, what actually are my standards? Like, it's so crazy. Like, okay, I want the crumbs wiped off, but I'll tell you, he will do really, really good. Like if I have that, and I just have to gently remind him like a month later, because you know, he gets comfortable not doing it again. Mm -hmm. But I think that that is kind of where this whole pressure comes for women, right? And, And even- Maybe women even haven't asked their husbands. So like you, you are saying like, hey, I know my husband is not going to work off a list. Tiff is like, I know that's not going to happen. Whereas I'm like, if I leave the list, I know my husband will do it, right? So I think this is the the major, like truly it's like, a, it's almost a pandemic of women feeling that they have got to do it all. Like, so for you, Dana, like you, you truly do feel like you have to do it all, right? Whereas myself, I just don't ask for help. And that's another thing she talked about. We need to normalize asking for help. But then I feel like I was telling um, here yesterday, I feel like if I ask for help, people are like, oh, what? You can't do it yourself. Hmm. I know. Yeah. Or like, well, why can't you do that? So I, you know, I, I guess, you know, even Tumkeen, I have a question for you, you know, being the way it is in your household, do you ask for help? Yes. So for me, it's a little bit different because I'm someone who, whatever I need, I ask for, but I have, we have, like you said, things that the things I handle, I handle and the things he does, he does, you know? So when we, when we had little ones and there were like three under three, we were a tag teaming about everything. So he was the night person. He would get up in the middle of the night and he would give them the bottle, walk them, change their diaper. I just couldn't function with that postpartum depression, a lot of other stuff going on. But when they ki- when the kids got older, what we did was we just started delegating. I mean, the health runs because all of us have to do something together. So my husband does a lot of the outside stuff, whether it's bringing groceries, whether it's, you know, things on the outside, dropping the kids to school, that part. And then my kids, actually, we are a unit in the way we've, we've given out the work. So my daughter does the dishes at dinner. My son's one, pick, one picks up the table, the other one does the trash, one does the grooming. So we've kind of like have this like network where we're all doing it together. Saturday means we're all cleaning. Someone's dusting, someone's vacuuming, someone's mopping. So we've kind of done it that way. And and we're a big family. We're a family of eight. So we've had to kind of incorporate a system where no one is feeling like the brunt of it or else because if mommy is not happy, then the house is definitely not happy. And yeah, I think that... True. Yeah. And I think that I have been someone who has been very just honest about what it is. Mom's not having a good day today. I'm just, my back's aching. I need you guys to help me out because if I don't, then things are not going to get done. You know, just, just really honest. And I tell my son that I say, I want you to know that, that what it's like to be assisting your mom, because when you grow up and you become husbands, then I want you to be able to help your wives and do things independently where you're not depending on her to get things done for you. I want my sons to be self-sufficient. I love that. Okay. Okay. So goodness, that house is running like a fine, fine tuned something over there. I don't, I don't know if they do it well, but they do it. And that's, I'm I'm, I'm okay. It's it's done. A done something is better than a perfect nothing. Right. So that's why I'm Tiff. Where, where are you following this line, Tiff? So, you know, it's just interesting, you know, for me, like, first off, let's just start. Growing up, I was the mess. My room was a hot 
whole complete mess. <laughs> you walk in the room and you just walk up a mound of clothes and then just like land. It's my daughter. On the bed. Yep. Like it was terrible. I was never very good at cleaning. But part of it was I was spoiled, you know, mm. my parents spoiled me. You know, I was the only child for 10 years, you know. And so now that I'm older, I cannot function in chaos. Mm-hmm. And I literally looked at my husband the other day and he's like, just sit down. And he's just like on the couch with his feet up and scrolling <laughs> on Facebook or whatever he's scrolling on Instagram. And I'm like, how do you just check out? Like, I want to check out. I mean, how do you do it? Because it's impossible. And so for me, having a two-year-old running around, pulling everything out, we have overgrown our house. Okay, guys, we need a bigger house. So there's no place for everything, everything in its place. The place for everything seems to be the middle of the floor. (laughs) Tripping over it. And so it's, for me, I'm trying to find the balance. I have two teenagers in the home. They have, you know, we try to do dish days, like it's your day, then it's your day, back and forth. That was a whole mess. They didn't do theirs yesterday, so I'm not doing it today. So now we have, you know, weeks. This is your whole week for the kitchen. This is your whole week for the kitchen, you know. <sighs> but it still falls on me to making sure. It's your day. Yeah. It's 11 o'clock. Why haven't you cleaned up the kitchen? Why do you sit in your room all day knowing it's a mess and wait till the last minute and I'm yelling and I'm fussing to get up and do it, you know? And so it's, it's a hard balance because I work full time in education, which right now everything is crazy. And my work from home days are even crazier than my coming to the office days on a Zoom. Yesterday, guys, listen. Yesterday, on a work Zoom, okay, trying to be professional, trying to answer the questions, and I'm being yelled at by my two-year-old to put my crown on and come into the castle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. I hope you put that crown on and came to the castle. <laughs> what comes to mind when you think about cannabis? Have you ever considered cannabis as a 3 p.m. pick-me-up? See you later, fourth cup of coffee. (laughs) What about using cannabis to help you sleep better? Bye-bye, counting sheep. And when your day has been more than chaotic, save that wine for another night. Because at Cloud Cannabis, they help customers live higher to be the best versions of themselves. Ready to explore? Visit a Cloud Cannabis store and let their bud tenders guide you to the products that will complement your busy lifestyle and be the best version of you. Use the code DMP. That's D as in dog, M as in Mary, and P as in peanut at checkout in-store or online to get $10 off when you spend $75 or more. Visit www.cloudcannabis.com to learn more. And it's like, how do you, it's like that finding the balance. And so I want to lean out. I want to know how to lean out and not do so much. But the reality is when I lean out, there's so many things that are left undone. I don't care about who's coming over, whatever. If you come over, look, you're a mom, you get it. It's a mess. Get over it. If you don't like the way my house looks, go back to yours. Because I bet yours is dirty too. So, oh you know, I don't care. But it's for my own sanity, I struggle because I can't relax in the chaos. And it's always something to do. And that is 
like how do you find the balance? And even, you know, you hear self-care, and I believe the term has become overrated. Self-care, you know, oh, massage, getting my nails done. That is yes. not self-care to me. That's maintenance, man. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's not so, it's maintenance. Self-care to me is an internal mental thing that I need, a space where I can quiet my mind and only think about me. Mm-hmm. Because when I get my nails done, guys, guess what? I'm like, okay, when I leave here, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to go here. There's no break. How do you find the balance? Yeah. How do you shut everybody up from calling your name to your boss ringing your phone from the two-year-old boss when you're around telling you to put the damn crown on, mommy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing is men, no, I'm with you, Tiff, because I do feel like men can easily check out, right? Like my husband can turn turn on his side and go to bed at night, whereas... We're like at the doctor's appointment, the lunches is, are there clothes out? Socks to me are the worst thing in the world. I can never find matches. I'm so glad it's flip-flop season. I'm not going to lie. But like little things, like I think that's the thing is we aren't, we're, we're the people who take the kids to the doctors. We're, we're the ones that are doing all of the things and mental load. And if you're, you're virtually schooling right now, the mental load, I think is so much that women just can't take it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're. They're stressed out beyond belief. And, and the expectation though is there, like others expect people to extend themselves fully when they're, when they already are at home running households Mm -hmm. and doing all this stuff that they don't even have time for the things that make them happy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think one thing that hasn't, hasn't been mentioned in this conversation yet is boundaries. Like we have to set some boundaries for ourselves. Yeah. Also, there's the social media expectation of, oh my gosh, look how clean her house is. Her kids are perfectly groomed and yeah, whatever. But you really, you know, five years ago, I would have never gone to bed with dishes in my sink. That's like my biggest pet peeve. And I've just learned that spending an hour with my seven-year-old, I'll do the dishes in the morning or me getting an extra hour of sleep. You know, you really, and I couldn't do this until I started to heal from other stuff, but also communication with your partner. You know, so many times we have no idea how to communicate with our partners. And oh my gosh, you know, we started so, doing Imago. What um, is that? So Imago really helped my relationship. A lot of people don't know about it, but it's, you know, we have our conversation with our therapist and it sounds really corny at first. I was like, I'm not doing this, but we speak so often to speak back. And really you have to repeat what your partner says. Did I get that right? Am I understanding you? Oh. Maybe you validate them. And then you respond. So it's a slower type of communication. You're mirroring, doing a lot of mirroring with each other. And once David and I started doing that, you know, it came down to why aren't you hearing me? Why aren't you hearing that I need help with dishes in the sink? I don't even hear that. Gosh, I'm like just sitting with this like. Yeah. So, you know, communication and boundaries, I think. But, But ultimately there is this, I think through like the women's power we have put so much expectations on ourselves that we can do it all. And then you crumble and you realize I can't do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a, a part of me kind of wonders like, is this society that's putting this on us or is it ourselves and our own self perception? Because it's like, okay, back in, I mean, the sixties, okay. The mom stayed at home. She did all of those things, mm-hmm. but now most of us, and, and I'll say this, even if you're a stay at home mom, it's a lot of work. Okay. But like a lot of us are running businesses or we're working some type of jobs. And so why didn't that part adjust? Right. Yeah. Because 
there's times when honestly and truthfully, I look at my husband and I'm like, we are working about the same if not I'm working more, mm-hmm. right? Like, and not only do I have to run a business and I have to make sure your kids are smart and educated, right? Like I got to do it all at the same time. And so I, I appreciate your point about boundaries and, and expectations. One word that was used by Tiffany is balance. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have a hard time with that word balance because yeah. in my brain, if something is balanced, that means it's even and it's equal. And what I realize is today, I might be a rock star when it comes to homeschooling my kids and they might have done all of their schoolwork and I did an excellent job. But you know what? I did not reply to any of those emails and my business is not going to run as as it should. Right. But that's harmony, mm-hmm. not balance. I'm okay with it because I've accepted the fact that today this is the focus. And then tomorrow, my kids might be a little more stupid because I don't know if they're going to finish their stuff. (laughs) And if they don't, when my husband comes home, hey, you know what? They didn't finish their math. Here Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Because my boundaries, I can't do it all. And so I have to realize that there's certain things. Okay, so maybe he's not going to clean the toilet, but he will sit with my daughter and do math with her. And so I will delegate where I know that he has a strength and he can show up. Yeah. I love the word that you use, harmony. And that just really like just blessed my whole soul. Like I literally had a whole chill through my body when you said (laughs) that. Yes, harmony, you know. And and the reason for me, it's like with our situation, it's a little bit different. My husband owns a car wash in the city of Detroit, very busy car wash, you know. And so by the time it's open seven days a week, by the time he gets home, comes in, takes a shower, grabs something to eat, he's right back out the door because his mother um, is the caretaker for her father. And he's 92, and she can't get him in bed any longer by by herself. His mother is 60, you know, and so he has to go there every night and help the grandpa to bed. And so the reality of it is he's, he's not really in the position to help me mm-hmm. because yeah. then by the time he gets back and some nights they're long nights, it just depends. There's so many things that can happen that I'll spare you some time of the very not so fun detail. Yeah. But sometimes it's 11 o'clock, 1130 before he's back home, you know, and I'm not mad at it, but that just leaves pretty much almost everything on me. Do you, you say you're not mad, but do you have this like little sense of like resentment where you're just like, Oh, I won't say it's resentment, but I will say if there is the, it's it's hard to explain. I get what you're saying, but it's not resentment because you know, me and my mother before my grandmother passed, we were her caretakers and I was only 20 years old. And I remember how draining and how much it went into it. And so I watch what his mom goes through and she's having to do it all. And, you know, so I get it. And I'm glad that my husband is able to help her in that way. Yeah. But there is a part of me that has some frustration Mm -hmm. because there are others that could step up more and help her more. Yeah. Take some of it off of my husband and they're not necessarily doing that. So I think the frustration is more in not that my husband has to go, but why are the others not stepping up to free him up as well? And so 
but I really like the harmony. Sometimes I steal my little harmony, uh, harmony moments. Elizabeth knows this. I have mm-hmm. snuck away. I've gotten dressed like I'm going to work. I haven't said anything to my husband, to my mother. I let her show up to watch my daughter. And I snuck my little stuff right on down to uh, downtown with Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I walked have by and I was like, Tiff. Oh, oh <laughs> hello. <laughs> And it's like because there's just so many things. Cause, you know, I come to work and my boss is pulling me a hundred different ways. And I go home and my mom and everybody's pulling. And sometimes I have to just check out so I can focus my energy on the things that I want to do for me. You know, as I'm trying to start things that are my passion, it's like if I don't feel those moments and find no longer balance but harmony moments for myself, I'm going to lose it. Because yeah. you become frustrating, frustrated with pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. Mm-hmm. And nobody's really pouring back in. But then you're not even getting the opportunity to fill yourself up with things that you want either. So then you're just angry. I think that's I a key. What that. you, and that, what you just said right there, you are pouring out and nobody is pouring in. Mm-hmm. That is huge. That is mm-hmm. when you are someone who is a constant giver. And I think as a mother too, when you don't feel that back that somebody is pouring into you, whether it's your spouse or a friend or whatever the case may be. And I think that's a whole other topic of the expectations we hold for others, you know, because obviously my husband doesn't know I exactly what I want unless I communicate that with him or, um, you know, like, I love what you just said, like, you know, Christina having that conversation and figuring it out, like what, did I just, why are you not hearing me? Yeah. yeah. What we really had to learn through therapy, because I was feeling a lot of resentment. I was feeling like, um, oh, I've got the whole world on my shoulders. You know, yeah. we have a seven-year-old and two-year-old. And the last two years with the second child coming was really, really hard. Yeah. And what I really started doing is realizing it's not David against Christina or Christina against David. It's us against it. You know, yeah. us against whatever we're building. Us mm-hmm. against whatever. I like that. Whatever, you know, parenthood. And I also really had to realize that this is how it is right now. The kids are still, this is the stage yeah. of life that we're in right now. The kids are small. It's hard, you know, and, and really just in every conversation and everything that I do, I try to, for my marriage's sake, realize it's us against it, not us against each other. Oh, yeah, that's really beautiful. I, I don't know practice just... it. I mean, I'm not saying I always do it, but I'm just saying I try to remember it. <laughs> it oh, it's so good because I know like even the last one we did with Tom Keen about her and her husband, how you guys are. I was just like, that's so beautiful. Mm. You know, I know not every marriage is perfect, but like that your husband knows your love language, you know his. Do you know what I mean? Like these are things you guys set up from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, he knew what he was getting into when he married me. I'm on the go all the time and I want to start 27 businesses in one day. But just remembering that it is us against it, not us against each other. And the communication, the imago therapy, mirroring each other to make sure that we understood each other is a game changer. I'm curious how many people on here knew what that was. Imago? Yeah. Yeah. Not many people. Tiff, Tom I, no what it was. Well, I, I didn't know it under that. However, you know, I'm a part of this group called Satisfied Wife Club. Um, oh. And that is, there's actually a video that she kind of did a role playing video with that. 
and so, but it was a little bit different where it's like, okay, I have the cup in my hand. And so now I'm going to express to you. And the only, you don't get to express your side of the point. You just have to say, so what I hear you saying is, mm-hmm. and then, so you say everything. And then once you're done, you pass it. And then it's the husband's part. So I have actually practiced this. So I practiced it without telling my husband I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> because it really does transfer to every relationship. Yeah, it, it has helped really me at does. work so much. But let me tell you about this funny experience. <laughs> so I did this. I didn't tell him I was doing it, right? And so, and I mean, it's in one of those heated moments. This is a heated conversation. So I said, I'm going to try to control this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it the right way. And so he said everything. So I went back and I said, so what I hear you saying is, and I laid everything out, right? And his response was, nope. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. So you right. misinterpreted what he had to say. Listen, it was via text message, y'all. Oh. Like, I was like, no. But what I found is he was still, because I didn't tell him this is what I was doing, he was really still in his emotions with the whole mm. issue. Oh. So it was just like, no, that's not it. That's not it. But as now I share the video with him or what have you, it still means more that practices it. Mm. Because he says I'm the one that might cut off a little bit, like yeah, nope, don't let you talk. But <laughs> same, no way. Dynamic mm-hmm. is so much better in well, our conversation. Yeah, and it, it really. I'm sorry, I hope I didn't cut you off. It no, you didn't. Gives you a sense of clarity in the conversation. So I'm very quick witted, and to me, winning an argument just means that I got more digs in. I'm not really oh listening. My God. Oh, so you know, I grew up around battle rappers. Okay, so me winning an argument is just—I had the last word. You know, wait, it's wait, 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 everything wait, wait. toxic. Yeah, you grew up around bat. What is a battle rapper? Oh, that's a whole other oh, episode. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna school Elizabeth on. Yeah. Grab it. Something like that. But it was, you know, how many digs can I get in at my husband? And I turned into a whole, you know, my husband knew when I wanted to argue because he knew me when I was younger. I turned into a whole nother person. I wasn't trying to hear what you say. How many digs can I get in? Can I have the last word? What Imago therapy did, it really taught me how to communicate in every relationship of my life, you know, and it taught me even how to sandwich you know, if I have an issue, I'm going to tell you something that you're doing really well. You know, I know that you cut the grass yesterday and you said that I could go to bed early, but you know that I don't like dishes in the sink. And I woke up to a sink full of dishes from you and the kids, but I do really appreciate that you did put the kids to bed so I could go to bed early Yeah, and they're going to be more receptive. So yes, while I have the whole entire world on my back, learning how to communicate through mirroring, through Imago was a game changer in my marriage. I feel like this episode has almost become <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> therapy for our right. husbands, or for our marriage. Because they get the brunt of the resentment that we feel from feeling like we the have struggles to take on the world. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Gosh, I didn't. And I, even and I do think that having a husband's support when you're raising the kids makes the kids also see that mom and dad are one team, that it is not like this match of, of him versus me, me versus him. Just like Christina was saying that it's just, you know, it's, it doesn't become like that anymore. It's because it's us versus it, right? And so that it is whatever we're handling. And I think that doing that, we have definitely learned from our share of mistakes that the kids know that they're, they're one team. So they're not even going to go and ask dad something because they just turn around and say, but he's just going to ask you anyways. So because they know that we're one team. 
And I think that's such a great thing for the kids to see that if mom is exhausted and she's, you know, telling that to dad and dad is kind of like, you know, helping her out with that, that we're part of that team as well. And I think that's what we've learned through the years, being married for like over 20 years now, is that we're all on the same team. And now the kids are on the same team with us as well. And that it's all of our job. As my husband says to the kids a lot of times that, you know, mom is going to get exhausted if she's handling everything. So it's our job to pitch in in whichever way we in the things that we can do. So, for example, I'm cooking and nobody else better cook because, you know, I don't like what it would taste like <laughs> anyway. So, so if I'm doing the cooking, then someone is doing the dishes and someone is doing the cleaning and, you know, someone is handling taking the kids, you know, to the potty or whatever because we've got all ages in us. But I think that that is the part and that comes from, I think, this understanding that culturally speaking and even back in the day, it was a community, a village raising a child. It wasn't just on the mom's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And that is what we're missing out on on this what day happened? and age. Yeah, um, I think women decided to take on everything. I think I honestly, honestly believe that we well, felt we like we could. Rights? Not, not the equal rights part. I just feel like we could, so we did. And now because right. we're burnt out, we realize that we don't want to anymore. But um, I think we had to prove something. Women, yes, they wanted equality. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. See, I feel like there was a period and even growing up, it's like you're a little girl, like you have to prove more so than the rest of them. And yeah. you still need to do the dishes and clean the house. And so I, I do think there's certain aspects of it that could be society slash culture, right? Like I know and I know growing up, I had a mom that stayed at home. So I was used to this is the dynamics of what a family life would look like. Yeah. So even me starting a business, okay, but I still have to take care of everything at home. Yeah. Like like I have to take care of those responsibilities because that's me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know, we I had an interesting. Go ahead. I had an interesting time. You know, I have a blended family and right now in the home is my 16-year-old, soon to be 17-year-old bonus son, and then my daughter, who's 14, and then our soon to be three-year-old together. And so it's, you know, having those two different gender roles, well, not gender roles, gender, I found my husband, you know, trying to lean more towards the gender role. And, you know, it, it was quite the interesting battle, if you will, between the two of us in what he felt KJ should be doing versus what he felt Paige should be doing. Oh, this is, save this. This is such a good, this is one of our topics. Yeah, I agree. And so it it, and my thing is, because what we do now sets the tone for what they'll do later. Mm -hmm. And one of his things was, you know, because KJ, he does work, but it's like, yeah, but he's at working age. She's not at working age. But just because he works doesn't mean that negates his responsibility that he has in our home, you know. And oh. so we had it took us a minute to kind of find that balance because we had we were on opposing sides, mm. you know. And even still now, I have to because my daughter, she is definitely a little little lazy bum. <laughs> you know, whereas KJ, you know, he has his moments to typically if he can once he comes home from work. He'll go right in and do his kitchen just to get it out the way. And I try to get her to have that same mindset. But then there's other things that she does that he never does. She helps with Tilly. She watches Tilly. She plays with, you know, where he's in his own world or trying to go see his little girlfriend, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
yeah, they he works, but she does other things that he doesn't do. So the reality is they're really equal and they should still have equal responsibilities when it comes to chores and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. You know, so that says something I've been really adamant about keeping equality with the two of them because it's like when he leaves this home, I don't want him to think that, oh, only women should be cleaning up or, you know, yeah, just so many things. You guys get where I'm going with it. but No, this is a whole nother. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I have a lot of thoughts on this that I'm going to save for the <laughs> next one here. But um, yeah, gosh, it's so we, we've taken so many turns here. We, <laughs> we truly have. So I'm going to wrap this up because I, I want to give enough time to the other parts that we talked about. And I think we even need to revisit the struggle of motherhood and feeling like we have the weight on our, on our shoulders, because I do feel like what we took away from this right now is we need to communicate with our husbands. We need to imago therapy. So (laughs) like you guys, I am totally doing this tonight. That's so funny. I'm going to send you all the links. Seriously. I need to read and we'll, we'll include them in our show notes too for you guys. But I think just hearing perspectives, like what it's like in people's homes, Mm -hmm. you know, with their husbands and why that weight may be on your shoulders to begin with. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me think to readers out there who are so isolated and don't have a voice Mm -hmm. and they're living that right where their husbands aren't helpful or they're unable to communicate or their husbands aren't receptive. So, oh gosh, guys, stay tuned. We've got another great episode coming up again. Thank you for listening today. Um, Do not forget to rate, review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and more moms can listen. We hope you have a great day.